What up, what up? Welcome back to Me Versus Me. My name is Shayna. And I'm Maker. And our purpose is to ignite passion, passion purpose, and, and intentional living by redefining past and present circumstances as, as catalysts for an, an extraordinary future. future. This episode is called Where Focus Goes, Energy Flows. Have you ever noticed if you're thinking about getting a new car or you see a new car that you like somewhere, next time you hit the road, that car is everywhere. Everywhere. It's all over the place. And you're like, man, everybody wants this car too. <laughs> We're going to dive in in this episode behind why that is and how the thing that's driving that is in control of the reality that you experience in life. It's going to be super interesting. You're going to want to stick around. So your brain, everybody's brain, has something called a reticular activating system. In short, RAS. That's what you hear us refer to it as. But what this thing does is it acts as a filter, as a lens. Your brain is a supercomputer. And like I said last week, it's designed to keep you alive. So it is constantly scanning everything in your environment. Everywhere you go, it's processing Everything. Have you ever seen somebody and you're like, I know them somewhere, but I don't know where. And it may have been a clerk at a Walmart across town that you went to once five years ago. Your brain processes everything. But it only points out to you what is relevant information. Your reticular activating system is the thing that is a setting. You tell it what you want to focus on, what you're looking for, and it will Make sure that it allows that information to pass through and from your subconscious mind to your conscious mind. Have you ever noticed that, let's say you want a new car or you see a car and you're like, man, I would really like to have that. Next time you get on the road, that car is going to be everywhere. If you're hungry and you say, oh, I want pizza, for example, you're watching the same channel that you're always watching, but all of a sudden you're spotting that or you're noticing that there's a pizza commercial after a pizza commercial after pizza. Do you think that that's just by chance? No. Those things are always there. Your reticular activating system now that you said, I want pizza. I want this car. It's Now it becomes relevant information. And it's pointing it out to you. It's bringing your attention to these things that are there. Because if you processed everything, if it took, if that RAS didn't exist and everything hits your conscious mind, your head would explode. Your brain is a supercomputer. Only allows relevant information. That's what this RAS is. And that's what where, where focus goes, energy flows. If you focus on good things, you see them. If you focus on others, that's what you see. That's awesome. I absolutely love that concept. Um, when I was younger, my mom actually made me watch The Law of Attraction. It's an, it's on Netflix now, but... Um, the Secret. 
Oh, yeah, it was a secret. Yeah. yeah, it was a secret. It was a secret. It's on Netflix now. And I remember it just seemed too good to be true. Like, imagine having a Ferrari and then you all of a sudden get one. I don't think it works specifically like that. Um, I think it's about visualizing and then doing the work. So um, the concept is absolutely phenomenal to me. And I've developed it a lot more in the last couple um, months. And I think it started with last semester, um, before last semester started, which was in January, I had gotten a B in my prior semester. And that was my first semester of grad school. And I was really frustrated with myself. It was a really hard class and I did not give myself enough credit. I would study, 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 and then do terrible on the exam. Study, 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 and do terrible on the exam. And the story that I was telling myself was that I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. No matter how hard I study, School is just not easy for me, and I'm going to do bad. And you had actually challenged the crap out of me and said, no, you are smart enough. You are capable. So he's like, you you were saying, like, change your story. Yeah. And I took that challenge on, and I decided to change my story. And I went into last semester saying, I've got this. I am smart enough. And I studied my butt off, and I got A's. And I ended up with both A's last semester, and that was so revitalizing and incredible and I absolutely loved it and that's kind of where that our, the topic of this episode is where focus goes energy flows mm-hmm. so me focusing on the fact that I'm going to get an A and then putting all my energy into it and work into that and not believing that anything else is even a possibility I didn't even think about a B because I was like, nope, I'm not getting a B. An A is it, and that is it. That is it, period. That concept's just awesome. Yeah, I and mean, I remember that conversation too. Like, I think I said, if you focus on just passing, you just, you just want to pass, you just need to pass, you're going to do what you need to do to yeah. just pass. You're going to put in enough work for that. And what's going to happen is shoot for the moon, land amongst the stars. You're going to fall short of that. That's why it's not just nice. It is necessary to set goals that are beyond what you, what you're aware of is possible, available to you. You got to set goals that terrify you. Because if you set a goal here and you come here, it's higher than setting the goal here. That is just like the whole concept, right? Like you mentioned the, the secret law of attraction. People have this misconception of, oh, speak it into fruition. Okay, I'm going to say, I want a million dollars. Okay, I want to be happy. Okay, I want to meet the love of my life. Cool, great, all awesome things. But it's about the intention behind that, number one, and it's about the true desire behind that. You can say, I want to lose weight, for example, right? For the longest time, I was saying, I want to be healthy. I want to I want to get my body right. I want but by saying it and not taking action, it's not speaking into fruition. Right. I don't like, I subscribe to, like, I changed that because I was speaking things into fruition and it wasn't coming into fruition. So I changed it to fit myself and it's working into fruition. You first speak something, but then when you start putting in the work, your brain starts coming up with solutions to help you get to that thing that you're speaking about. The RAS kicks your in. Your RAS kicks in. Yeah. Your brain will conspire for you or against you, depending on what 
you, where you direct your focus. And if you have a laser sharp focus on something, then you can't have focus on the other side of the coin. I want to, I want to, I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. What do you do? I don't want to be unhealthy anymore. Three negatives and you're expecting a positive outcome. How about you change it and say, I want to be healthy or I am healthy. No, I want to be healthy. Yeah. You don't even have to say I am healthy, like affirmations and stuff like that. Cool. That's a different kind of realm, but I want to be healthy. I want to be fit. I want to live a fit lifestyle. The second you say that and you attach that with a decision 100%, I'm going to be healthy. Your identity changes and your brain goes, okay, we're no longer unhealthy. We're not worried about unhealthy because we are healthy and we are going to do what it takes to be healthy. So it only gives you positive solutions. That's the same thing with you. I want to get all A's. What'd you get? Took you two semesters, but two semesters that you never thought you would get all A's. Yeah. I think something really important to point out with that conversation is, let's say, we'll stick with the I want to be healthy example. Um, so I want to be healthy, but then at the back of your mind, you don't know how to take that action because you're saying, but I'm not disciplined. So there's something called limiting beliefs that we have to completely shatter. Mm -hmm. We have to get rid of that. I'm not disciplined and not believe that. Why are you saying that? Who told you you're not disciplined? You can be disciplined. You just have to know that you can't be disciplined. Yeah. You have to know that you can't be disciplined. And more than that, if you don't know, you have to be willing to find out. Like the thing that we do, we take all these character traits and make People tell us we're this way or we've been this way as we're kids is that these character traits, which are skills, confidence is a skill, all these different things, discipline. And we just assume that they're genetic traits. Yeah. Obesity is genetic. So is confidence. We equate character traits to genetics. It's not in your DNA to be confident. You have to develop the skill of confidence. Mel Robbins says confidence is moving from thought to action without hesitation, right? So you have to develop the skill of confidence. You have to develop the skill of discipline, of work ethic, of focus. Focus is a skill. They teach you, like you go to school, they say learn, 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 learn. Well, how? Nobody teaches you how to learn. And that's, I mean, I got ADHD. I struggle with learning. Now I've learned how to learn. Yeah. And I've learned so much in the past six months, eight months, more than I had my entire life. But because I was focused on learning, I didn't say I don't want to be distracted anymore. I don't want to be dumb. I don't want to be whatever. I said, I want to be educated. I want to learn and I want to, I want to be focused. Yeah. That's what I got. So I think, um, kind of going back to what we were talking about. So the example of wanting to be healthy and then you have your limiting belief of, I'm not disciplined. So you're going to activate your RAS into like for the I'm not disciplined part, which will lead into I'm, I want to be healthy, but I'm not healthy. I can't be healthy because I'm not disciplined. You're going to start seeing when you're driving all, every single fast food restaurant when you're hungry. You're going to start seeing, um, when you go out with your friends, they're going to call you out more to do happy hour. They're going to take away your time or something's going to happen to take away your time to go work out. So 
again, I think you have to completely just shatter mm-hmm. limiting beliefs. And then there's an abundance of all the things that you want. I don't have time. Well, if your friends are calling you over and you say yes, then of course you don't have time. You can choose. You're in complete control of everything. Yeah. Like, like I said, like the intention behind your words matter. Like you can't just speak it into, you can't just say something and then expect it to come. Yeah, I think that's You can't say something with like a, 99% of the time, we, when we try to speak it into fruition and do all this happy thinking, this, that, we literally make statements with question marks at the end. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be happy. Mm -hmm. I want to be healthy. And that question, and this saying that I'm not disciplined or I'm not healthy, you've adopted that as your identity. And if your brain's job is to keep you alive, why would the RAS point out things that are going to make you happier or healthier or more disciplined? It won't allow you to enter those situations because it may kill you. We've survived being, we're not healthy. We're not disciplined. We're not happy. We're alive. This is where we belong. Because if we try to become disciplined, we enter an environment. If I set my alarm too early, I don't know what's going to happen. Uncertainty. Uncertainty. So your RAS says, what are we focusing on? And your brain says, what's going to keep us alive? And they work in tandem. So when you're trying to make a shift in your life and you're trying to get healthy, you have to go, I'm healthy. I'm an athlete. Like Literally, when we start working out, I, I told you the first day, I was like, I'm an athlete. You yeah. start laughing, but what did that do? I created a workout regimen of an athlete. Yeah. I push myself. I, every single day I work out, I have to because I'm an athlete. Yeah. It's a part of my, it's a part of my DNA now. Right. It's a part of my genetics. Right. And I don't focus on, oh, I'm, I could potentially, like if, if I take a day off of working out, if we're on vacation, I don't go, oh my God, I'm going to, Go back to eating unhealthy and this. No, yeah. that's not what athletes do. Right. Athletes take care of themselves and they can take a day off, off season. And it's, what are you focusing on? Like the light pole example. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The light pole example is really good. Um, I actually thought of a different one though. I was, so I started journaling. Rachel Hollis has an awesome journal and I, I use that every single day. And she talks about how we need to be very specific with our goals mm-hmm. And, um, and then we're supposed to write out 10 things that we want in the future, but you write them as if they've already happened, but you can't focus on 10 goals at once. So then she has you completely zoned down into one. And the one I've been writing down was through nutrition and exercise. I have a six pack. So if you look through the progression of my journal, I, I would write it and I knew like how I felt when I would write it, I'd be like, ah, ha ha. Cause I wasn't working out consistently. And my nutrition was completely out of whack, like completely. And then it got to a point where my exercising, like I was doing that very regularly and it was a part of my routine. So that was easy. So I would write nutrition and exercise through nutrition and exercise. I have a six pack. And then I was like, nutrition. I was like, damn, like I got to work on that. I got to get my diet right. Like I love pizza. I love wine. Mm. Like I got to get my diet right. And I kept focusing on it, but I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make this possible. Like, I'm a foodie. Anybody who knows me knows that I love food. And then the last change that happened about three weeks ago was 
I've been toddling with the idea of plant-based, and then I listened to a podcast that brought up plant-based again. And as a nurse, I focus. I wanted to focus on prevention. And this guy, Medspired, had Dean Ornish, Dr. Dean Ornish, on his podcast. And there's a book called Undo It, and it talked about how through being plant-based, you can completely undo high blood pressure, diabetes, all these diseases. You can undo it. You can literally, there was stories about people who were on a heart transplant list and went through a nine-week program of being plant-based and no longer needed a heart transplant. I mean, that is so powerful. And then the last thing that happened was I decided to watch What the Health. I know there's some disparities in that Netflix show, but the way they process the meat and stuff is true, and that completely turned me off. And not only did I stop eating meat, I decided to just go Mm plant-based, and that was the missing portion to me writing that. So now today when I write that, I'm like, hell yeah, because I am through nutrition. I'm I'm plant-based, and I work out every single day since the time – that I decided to do that to now I've lost five to six pounds. Yeah, and you're in better shape than you ever have been. And I, the energy levels are out of this world. I'm not saying it's for everybody. I know it's really hard, but it's just what comes in your presence, what what your brain starts to focus on when you start to think in a different way. So, absolutely. And so, like with that example that you gave, how did the RAS play into that? You got the journal. You wanted a six-pack. You were working out already, but you weren't sure so much about the nutrition, but you wrote it, and you wrote it every day. So as you're writing it, you're going to be the, you're going to have this little discomfort, but it's through discomfort that we grow, right? Right. And you challenge your own beliefs, your own limiting beliefs and things like that. So you're writing it every day. I will have a six-pack through fitness and nutrition. Every single day. And then eventually your RAS goes, okay, listen. We're focused when we're writing in this journal. She's writing the same thing every day. She's doing the fitness thing. And if the fitness thing is tied to the nutrition thing, then we have to do that too. Because that's where the focus is. Mm -hmm. Whether you believe it or not, whether we're sure of it or not, we have to point that out. Because there's a consistent pattern. So now all of a sudden, after you've been journaling, Metspire, we come across this podcast. And then you... People that follow you, you start, people that you start following, everybody's plant-based. And then you start reading the book. And then your brain is, what the RAS is doing is these things have always been there. And it's going, hey, go here. Hey, go here. Hey, go here. Hey, go here. And now you're climbing literally step by step. And now it took you to the point where it conspired for you. Right. Because your brain said, if we're journaling like this and we're saying that this is what we have. If we don't get that thing, we might die. Guys, we got to go there. Yeah. We have to make that happen. Yeah. It's literally a little person inside your brain that's playing like a little Walmart greeter that's like, hey, what are you, what are you here for? What do you want? Okay, that's an Go over here. Literally. Yeah. That's a really... And that's what it did. Yeah. It step-by-step step incrementally got you closer and closer to going plant-based because you weren't sure about nutrition. Otherwise, it would have said, watch what the health from the get-go. Mm-hmm. It, it knew that had you done that, there was too much uncertainty, too much fear, and you might die. Yeah. So it needed to step-by-step step gradually get you there. And it did it. Yeah. I think it's just so important to like just open your eyes and, number one, shatter the limiting beliefs. Number two, open your eyes and see what... 
the universe or God or whoever you believe in is putting in front of you and your brain is putting in front of you, like have faith in yourself and believe that we're all here to do incredible things and live. Yeah. Our goal is to live. That's it. You get what you want. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I'm wearing my self-made. Self-made. We're all self-made. That's not to say that we're... Everybody's not going to be billionaires. Everybody's not going to be crazy, successful celebrities, entrepreneurs. That's not what it's self-made means. Self-made means you reap what you sow. Maker, you reap what you sow. You get what you want. You get out what you put in. That's it. And if you're saying, oh, I've been asking for this thing for a year. I've been asking for this thing for six months. It's not come. I've been asking for, to meet my soulmate for a year and a half. Nothing. What intention are you putting behind the ask? Yeah. And then, above, over, over and above that, what are you doing? Where's your accountability? Are, are you actions? the type of person today that your soulmate wants? Yeah. No? Then maybe that's where the holdup is. That's where the clog is. Maybe your soulmate is somebody who likes somebody who's healthy. And maybe that's where the clog, the holdup is in your fitness journey. Everything is tied. And it's about what you focus on. Do you focus on happiness or do you focus on not wanting to be unhappy? Yeah. Not to the whole sheep, the wolf and sheepskin thing. I was a wolf. I became a sheep or I put on a sheepskin when somebody that I cared about called me selfish. That would have, that literally for maybe 13, maybe 16 years, 15 years. There was a blanket over who I am. That only happened because when they called me selfish, all of my focus went towards being called not selfish instead of being called selfless. Had I focused on being selfless, my whole life would be different. But I focused on being not selfish. If you're driving in a field or a completely open desert and there's one light pole and you say, okay, I'm driving. Don't hit the light pole. Don't hit the light pole. Don't hit the light pole. There's literally a road. I don't remember what it was. Tony Robbins told us. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. And it's in the desert. But there's one light pole. And there's like 42% of the people that travel down this road hit this light pole. Where's the logic? The logic is in your RAS. You focused on that. You saw that pole and you go, okay, I'm driving. There's all this space. I don't want to hit that pole. I don't want to hit that pole. Boom. You're going to hit the pole. Great. I hit the pole. I knew it. Yeah, you did. Because you were looking yeah. at it. What you're looking at is exactly where you're going to go, period. And that was such a big, like we went to UPW and that was my biggest takeaway was where focus goes, energy flows. So I'm only looking forward. I'm not looking back. I got rid of all my limiting beliefs and we're only going forward from here and that's it. There's no room. No. There's no room. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. If you have to do something to believe that you can do it, you'll never do anything. <laughs> And you'll never believe more. Take a chance and put your full focus and your full intention and everything you have there. And I guarantee that that's what you're going to get. If you put full focus towards hitting this, you will get so creative in how you get there. It's unreal. Your brain will go, hey, look, that person has nothing to do with anything that you want to do. That stranger over there, go talk to them. And And you're going to be like, why would I do that? And you're going to go there and then lo and behold... They're related to this industry that you're trying to get into. What do you say every morning when you talk to the universe? So when I wake up, I say, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? 
And what would you have me say? Those three things. And then I go on my walk before I work out. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say? Because we get so rigid and we get so boxed in that, like, okay, I want this outcome. And then the human element comes in that I believe that this and this and this and this is what's going to get me there. But you don't allow life to unfold for you. You're trying to, you have conditional success, conditional love for the thing that you're trying to get. Why does it matter to you if some stranger at the grocery store helps you get there? Why does that matter to you? It shouldn't. So I asked the universe to guide me because it will, by me doing that and me saying, okay, I don't know. I just keep my eyes open and there's things that happen, weird things that happen, non-coincidences that help me. And I learn and I'm like, oh, I've been trying to figure this out. I've been trying to do, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. And it's some stranger or it's some random thing. I go some random place and I read a random billboard that boom. And then I write 10 songs. Yeah. Like it's, it's weird, but you have to be open. Focus, laser focus on the goal and have full faith that you will get there if you have laser focus. That's awesome. Yeah. So our takeaways from this is, number one, focus goes where energy flows. But when you focus on something, your actions have to back that up. They have to map. They have to. So, and if your actions are being limited by your limiting beliefs... Before you can do that, you need to shatter all your limiting beliefs. Because if you think you're stupid, think of five reasons why you're smart and you'll realize that you're not stupid. Mm -hmm. And from there, you just move forward. Be willing to find out. I'm not disciplined. I think. Let me me find out. I'm not a morning person. Now I wake up at 4 (laughs) a.m. Literally, it's not genetic. You asked me... You're going to set your alarm at 4 a.m.? Are you going to get up? I'm like, I don't know. We'll find out. And then I did. And then I did again. Yeah. And then it became part of who I am. Yeah. Be willing to find out, and you will always walk away pleasantly surprised. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, guys. We we are really passionate about this one. This is kind of like a foundation to where we're going to go and where anybody can go, where anybody can achieve absolutely anything they want to. Um, please, if you are listening on podcast or YouTube, subscribe, like, comment, let us know what you think. Um, and just where focus goes, energy flows. Remember that and shatter the hell out of your limiting beliefs. That's right. Put your focus on what you want, not what you don't want. And you will always be pleasantly surprised. Till next time. Watch your mouth when I come around. I'ma shut it down. Got that sound that's gonna run the town. In and out the town. Ain't no way around.